Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Muir, Alberta, and I'm also the Chief Executive Officer of the Alberta Prosperity Project, an educational society uh, with the goal to educate and inform Albertans as to the necessity uh, of a referendum on Alberta independence, how we get there, and what happens after. And tonight, uh, we have a couple of special guests. One of them you may or may not know is my friend Jasper here. The other one is, wait for it. Can someone do a drum roll? Is there drum rolls? Come to drum roll. Everyone can hear the drum roll. Here it is. And it's Carrie. Mr. Carrie Lambert. I'm in, my, I'm in my van in Lethbridge, believe it or not. Carrie, you live in your van. I. That's true, too. I, I drive... So so far, I think this year I have driven driven 120,000 miles. No, 120,000 120, kilometers. What do you do with the rest of your time? Uh, I have no time. Oh. Actually, you know, I'm a little concerned that I'll uh, break my timing belt. Yeah, you should get that changed. I should. Anywho, so, yeah. speaking, speaking of breaking timing belts, <laughs> um, so Carrie, of course, uh, is the other part of the Chris and Carrie show, which we haven't done in quite a while, but we're trying to yeah. kind of do stuff as together as we can. Hence the, uh, webinar we're doing together tonight with Jasper. Yeah. Jasper is from Holland and, uh, it was actually Jasper who put me up when I was there and, and drove me around and introduced me to some politicians and some, uh, freedom folks over there. And now he's here in Canada to talk to us about what's going on in Europe. So right. thank you very much, Jasper. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks for coming. Thanks. My pleasure. So do you want to just uh, maybe tell the folks who you are, what you're doing, why you, why you decided to come over? Uh, first of all, I'm Jasper. I'm a, a journalist for the uh, alternative news and opinion platform, Common Sense TV. And I'm uh, especially interested in uh, uh, politics and I'm doing court cases and everything in between there. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be here in Canada. Thanks for inviting me over. And uh, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, Alberta and Canada, it's a really nice country. My pleasure. So the other reason why Jasper had to come to Canada, he doesn't talk, to, talk about this too much, but I ate so much of his food when I was over there. I put him into a food shortage. So he had to come all the way to Canada and stay with me so he could eat at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Yeah. Correct, and and the food the, the food at the Whistle Stop Cafe is amazing. So if 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 you're in the neighborhood, please come over. Everything tastes. What I uh, have been eating really wonderful. And you've been eating a lot, haven't you? Jeez, man, I I I'm trying to fit my European size, but uh, with Chris, it is almost impossible. Yeah, we introduced we introduced Jasper into Canadian portions. You're gonna get the same Buddha belly that Chris has. I'm not hoping. I'm no, no, no. Thanks. I, I'm, <laughs> I will leave the three braids only one, please. There you go. So, um, yeah, it's it's awesome to have Jasper here. And the the reason I went to Holland for those of you that don't know, I I did a trip to Holland last fall, and I did that because I saw what was going on with the Dutch farmers. They were protesting, and there was some weird stuff going on. They're protesting policy that was uh, arguably destructive to Holland and not in their best interest. So I went over to see what was going on. And what I found out was that what they're doing in Holland are the same things that they want to do in Canada. So the laws that, that are being passed in Holland are not from the democracy speaking and saying, hey, these are the things that we want. These are the laws that we want to our benefit. What's happening 
is there's outside influences, people who aren't elected, they are not accountable to the people, to the Dutch people. They're pushing policy into government, into law, um, or convincing them to do so, and the people don't want it. And it's the same thing that's happening in Canada. You know, we, we don't want the carbon tax. We didn't want the no more pipelines bill. We didn't want the, uh, um, we, we don't want these ridiculous uh, environmental regulations that really don't do anything for the environment, but stifle our economy. We don't want any yeah. of those things. So where are they coming from? And why are the, the same policies, almost cookie cutter, being implemented in Holland as are in Canada? What the heck is going on? It's uh, sometimes I, it's, it's, it's so massive to comprehend, but uh, I think there probably everybody heard nowadays from the World Economic Forum, which is based in Swiss. Um, they're, they're saying we're just a um, group that um, supplying government officials with a space to talk about and, and just having a chat, but they're actually going further. A good example is, is uh, um, what is going on on our airport. Actually, it is a, um, a, a project owned by the World Economic Forum and has been signed by the Dutch government and the Canadian government. Mm -hmm. So um, it has a bit of detail into the CBDC and the digital ID. So you come into the airport, there is no check-in, just some facial recognition up on the plane hop over to uh, uh, two of the largest uh, Canadian airports in here, just without any customs and checking in a hotel without any uh, legislation or registration at all, just everything digital. So that is a official documentary, but it's owned by the World Economic Forum and um, um, uh, the Dutch government and the Canadian government is in there, had to pay for it. And, uh, but then you think the Dutch government, Holland and Canada are um, um, democracy. So, uh, but nobody in Holland knew this. And I think nobody in Canada knew this, yeah. but it's owned by the World Economic Forum. So on all our national airports, there are World Economic Forum projects going on right now. That's nuts. Kerry, what were you saying? What you well, I was going to say one of the, one of the things that you know, just even talking with Jasper about this is, we always ask, so where where do these where do these big ideas come from? Certainly, my MP has not called me and said, "Hey, Carrie, what's your opinion on should we be doing this and that?" And and likewise, uh, it's almost like the MLAs don't even do that, or your municipal government. It's almost like they just decide to do things. And and the big question should be is where are these ideas coming from? And if it is coming from something mm -hmm. higher up, like the, the WEF or something, who is infiltrating our governments, and how do we get that to stop? Because so, clearly, clearly, even contacting our MPs and our MLAs and our municipal governments doesn't seem to be doing anything. I got I got the answer to that one. So the very simple answer to that question, Carrie, is that most of our MLAs and MPs have no idea. I've met no, many absolutely. of our MLAs over the past three years. And one of the, the frightening things that I found from most of them, when you ask them about certain bills that are about to be passed into law, the answer that you get more often than not is, oh, I didn't read it. Hmm? I know. They have no idea. They don't know where these policies are coming from. They just know that the party is promoting this policy for whatever reason, and they're going to toe the line and they're going to sign it. They don't know. It's yeah. just like the municipal councils. 
they don't yeah. know where this idea of a 15-minute city with mass government surveillance came from. They just see that it's presented in a, a palatable way, like the airport thing. Mm. That sounds fantastic. Walk into the airport, no paperwork, facial yeah. recognition, walk on the airplane, Bob's your uncle. That's that's great, right? It's until so it isn't. That's right. Until it isn't, right? Because somebody like me who stood up against the government, well, all of a sudden, uh-oh, Chris is being a bad boy. He's protesting. So now the airport isn't going to recognize his face. Or even worse, it's going to recognize his face, and he's going to go for the second body cavity search over in room three, right? Like that. that's yep. how these things work. They're great and convenient, and they're safe, and all these good things until something happens and they're not. So that's the answer to the question is that our MLAs oftentimes don't know that these things are coming. And, and the second part of that, how do we stop it? We do the same thing they're doing in Holland. We get involved. We start showing up. We show up at the, the political party AGMs. We run for office. We show up at our constituency meetings. We, for sure, we vote. We do all of these things. And in addition, we create a parade. You see this website yeah. on the bottom of the screen there? We create a yeah. parade that the politicians want to get in front of. We educate each other as to what is going to be prosperous, what's going to be uh, detrimental to society, and then we change the what society says they want so the politicians have to get in front of it. That's that's what that's what I advocate for with the APP. Uh, and Jasper's yeah. chomping at the bit here. The, most of the time, like... Um... They want to have this secret because they're, uh, for, for example, our prime minister, Mr. Rutte, from, uh, uh, from, uh, he's doing the coalition, he's running the country, and sometimes he's, he's playing stupid. But uh, a lot of times, uh, um, and then he's saying, I don't know, I don't know, this, this is just a conspiracy theory, so it's not true, it's not true. And if you're watching live streams, watching him at the World Economic Forum, watching him talk at his own party, then, <clears throat> then, then you know he's not stupid at all. He is actually knowing the truth. But people under there, not behind the scenes, but under there, they're maybe kept in the dark. So, but then again, why do we have these people there? Because if they don't read in, don't in contracts, don't read the papers, don't listen to what. What they're doing in politics is is unnecessary, and they need to go out of there. So, and that I reckon it's the same with uh, with uh, Trudeau. Because, yeah, because of uh, uh, Trudeau is the same thing. Maybe it looks like uh, he's stupid, but he's playing actually stupid. At first, I thought, but everybody's thinking, ah, he's trying to do his best, and he doesn't know everything. But when I found up and looked up, he actually knows it. So uh, it doesn't matter if it's Trudeau or is uh, or uh, Rutte or is it Angela Merkel or from Germany or uh, um, from France. It doesn't matter. They all play their part and they know it. They know exactly what they're doing. I'll show you right now. This is uh, Mark Rutte, the premier uh, prime minister of the Netherlands. It gives us a chance once the virus is under control to build back better. Interesting. So yeah, they're yeah. they're all having the same uh, uh, song sheets that they're playing, and maybe the dots and the point and the commas are different, but they're say, singing the same song sheet. So and um, um, of course, when you are uh, playing uh, with common sense, you can come can uh, come up with the same uh, measurements. 
but uh, roll that out or across the world, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Europe, America, maybe Africa, they, uh, and they're sing and they're exactly same singing same word row after row after row. So let me let me show you something here. We I, I mentioned earlier that a lot of these policies are cookie cutter. They're they're not things that we design regionally to for our benefit. This is a global no. initiative by globalists who have no uh, real interest in our countries. Now check this out. Yeah, you got to see this. It's a very pertinent question to ask, how do we build back better? To build back better or whatever. We have a chance to reset the clock and build back better than before. Build back better than before. Remember the, the terrible damage of COVID as we try to build back from this uh, global pandemic. Joe Biden calls it build back better. Build back better. Oh, he's old. Building we'll back better. To do things, build back better we're gonna build it back better and build it back better my plan to build back better i recognize some of these folks uh, start taking all the i recognize them all i think every one of them and start to build back in a positive way i have launched a booklet called build back better written after coronavirus it's about building the country back better growing conspiracy following it it is oh, called the great reset unprecedented opportunity to rethink and reset the ways in which we live the great opportunity for reset the theory even calls mr biden's campaign slogan build back better a front for the conspiracy slogan build back better building better our economy build back better from New Zealand, All elements the, of the Great Reset Italy. are fundamental to building the future we need. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a uh -huh. reset. You know, you know, I grew up in my mouth about six to times. Back better, we would say to really have a great right reset. Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Isn't that something? Wow. What a compilation. Isn't that something? Now, now explain to me how our legislators are all using the same language, the same talking points, even though we are not the same region to region, culture to culture. That's right. It's uh, uh, what I'm saying. They're all uh, coming together, and it's not the World Economic Forum on its own. It's there are 16 of these type of organizations. So it's the World Economic Forum, it's the United Nations, it's, um, uh, it's the NATO, it's the World Trade Organization, it's, it's the World Health Organization, you've got way more of those. So, um, um, yeah, where are they talking about behind the screens? And actually, this was during the COVID period, so they're, um, um, they had these gigantic plans, and building back better sounds fantastic but if you were looking up at it it was uh, it was horrible you know you know who we didn't hear say build back better no. our premier she did no she yeah. didn't that i know she has i don't know yeah. if she has i'd like the link i, I want to see it yeah the uh so they're they're uh, um, 
this is what they're doing on us and, and building back better sounds really fuzzy and warm but uh um Hilary Clinton, you saw her at the clip and she was uh uh she, you can find the clip also somewhere on the internet we're saying if there's a crisis we can use it to put up uh, uh new laws and, and and things uh otherwise we we couldn't because when people are afraid then they're go running to their governments please help us please help us please help please us. save us please yeah. save us and and then they've got it already this is going to do this is what it's going to say it's only costing your your freedom and the way how you want to live your life actually it was funny in one of the court cases that i did um uh, from uh, uh in Den Haag, the political district of Amsterdam. I went uh, in court and I uh, brought my camera in court. In court. So uh, on my YouTube page, it's, it's totally in touch. But it's actually uh, uh, one of the lawyers, Maike, uh, showed one of these clips with, uh, attached to each other with the same song sheet to the lawyer from how is it possible that everybody can, can speak and please uh, I've been thinking this and this and this, this uh, where it came from, and uh, um, uh, she was asking the judgment, the judge to rule out some uh, a judge, and across it was the state uh, state uh, uh, attorney, so it was a, a, a government court case. So, luckily in Holland, we uh, we've got a lot of, of a couple of groups are fighting back in in the court system because um, what I think is. Uh, there is this system going on and uh, within that we're going to infiltrate and it sounds a bit harsh, but infiltrate the system, but we're doing exactly the same what the globalists are doing 20, 40 years ago and they mastered already. We only have to learn how we're shooting to do that and uh, infiltrate, work our way up, grow bigger, learn from it and uh, by that in a democratic way, uh, taking over our parliaments and by that implementing the rules and laws which are actually uh, to, our, to our benefit and prosperity our uh, uh, for our own our own citizens mm -hmm. so but it will take time it's not uh, and it's not done in a week or a month it will like the the globalists did it 20 30 years ago and now they're quite successful so I think we're smarter, we're learning even faster, we're more creative than them. And we have something they don't. What's that? Truth exactly. and reality, exactly. right? Th those are the two things that we, we have that we're fighting for and fighting with is truth and reality. And no matter what happens in the end, the only thing that actually will prevail is truth. And it, but it may take a long time, but that's what that's where it goes. Actually, it will take longer time than the left globalists are 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 are, are heading their time, but we will be successful. So, it's it's uh, uh, it's it's probably can take a decade, maybe a bit longer, but then uh, eventually we will take over. And uh, for example, the Dutch, as as what we're saying, we want to have a nexus. We want to go out of the European Union not we're still in we're still in the continent of europe but it, we're in a net payer for the european union that means per head of the dutch citizens we're paying one of the most uh contributional to the european union and we're getting less back so uh, it's like alberta yeah interesting so by next well, 
like like what what the english did with a brexit uh the only yeah. thing difference is, is that we're in uh, we're paying with the euro the coin so it will that's going to be uh, it costs more but on the end it will be more uh return for the dutch citizens yeah go ahead Kerry. i was gonna i was gonna mention so last night we had jasper out at the alberta prosperity project meeting in uh, uh pinoca it's the pinoca chapter we actually talked about a few of these these statements, I guess, in terms of uh, you know what what's the Netherlands doing and and what are the comparisons between Alberta. And yeah. one thing we didn't mention yesterday, and I think it kind of kind of uh, encompasses a lot of stuff, is the size and the population difference uh, between the two, and and the reason why it's important. So we have roughly let's say four and a half million people in alberta but we cover over six hundred thousand kilometers that's that is square kilometers that's a big ass area versus in uh in the netherlands they i think it's 18 million people within Correct. 45 45 uh thousand uh, square kilometers so roughly one twelfth to one fourteenth the size but yet you know we're we're you're you're looking at roughly four times the amount of people. And as a matter of fact, uh, as I pointed out to Chris yesterday, we have now 40 million people in Canada. Yeah. Now, again, that the area of Canada is ridiculously huge, and for the most part it all uh, centers around the, the bottom part of Canada. But when we're, we're talking – are we pulling up a map here? Oh, there you go. But when we're, when we're talking about – why things are happening in Alberta and why things are happening in the Netherlands, I think it's important to actually notice that, as you explained yesterday, Jasper, yeah. you were talk you gave the example about IKEA, and I'm going to get yeah. you to say that same example right, right away. But the other thing about Alberta that kind of makes us uh, able to discuss these things through the Alberta Prosperity Project is that we have been alienated from Canada pretty much since Confederacy. Right when uh, uh, Confederation, right from 1905, when we were said, you know what, we're gonna give you some land, off you go, and we're gonna milk you guys later. And then of course we discover oil, and I think it's 1914, and then all of a sudden now we're really striking in the in the riches. But because we're so far away, we really do feel like we are not part of Canada, and especially when you go through all the. Uh, the uh, the elections and and even just some of the uh, the the, uh, the the main topics that uh, that the Canadian government talk about, we it's almost like it, it is a completely different country, and uh, and I, and now I, I want Jasper to just kind of mention that the IKEA example because it it kind of ties in a lot of this stuff. So yeah, I, I always uh, think uh, when you uh, when explaining what's uh, what's why everybody looks a lot like Holland is like yeah. like a little uh, um, simple explanation is yeah. uh, IKEA is, uh, is a world famous company. Uh, they're coming from uh, Sweden. Uh, yeah. But in Holland, there, uh, of course, IKEA is in Holland as well. But we're really critical, not so much in politics, but most uh, when we're buying stuff, we're really critical than we have because we have to spend our money. And what IKEA yeah. is doing is um, when they're having new products, they're uh, testing it out in Holland. So they're putting it only in the Dutch IKEA stores. And when yeah. the Dutch ain't buying it 
they won't selling it every some on in uh, rest of the world but if um, uh, the dutch are buying it and uh, then they're gonna implement in the rest of the world because yeah. we're that critical and by by selling it in in holland that means they're gonna sell it all over the world so ikea is for for ikea holland is testing ground to a put in placement and that's the same thing i guess with politics they're yeah. they're testing a lot of things in holland and when the dutch are buying it or can't yep. resist it or whatever i they will in placement or play, uh, implement in, in the rest of the world that's right and and especially so how this ties in is we're in alberta we're testing this whole alberta prosperity project idea yeah right and we know that there are there are quadrants if you want to call it of certain provinces i know uh let's say the upper half of bc are interested in having maybe a bc prosperity project saskatchewan seems to be interested uh parts of manitoba are as well but here's the kicker too in the netherlands you know, yeah. you've got a lot of stuff going on. There is no Netherlands prosperity project. No, no there's nothing like the. There's, uh, nothing, the, like the, there's nothing like it. APP. There are, but they were excited to hear about it. Correct. But that's that, for sure. We've, of course, we've got several groups are doing pieces of what you're doing here, uh, yeah. but not as in the whole uh, Alberta prospect. Uh, uh, so. Uh, um, uh, there are um, a, a protest group are doing, uh, for yeah. example, Virus Truth is doing a lot of court cases now. They're starting as a really demonstration group and they're um, um, teaching some some little things, uh, but more yeah, just like like percentage of what you're doing. Uh, yeah. But most of the time they're doing court cases now. So uh, and there are several other um, uh, examples of of of, of that. But what the APP is doing is is not what we're having in Holland. No, no, because we're the idea behind APP, like Chris said at the beginning, is to educate. Right. That to me, that is the biggest thing going on here is that we need to educate. Uh, and obviously, the viewers that are watching now are educated enough that they they log in on Wednesdays. They actually look forward to webinars. I've actually been told that many times. So I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here and and. As you can tell, I'm in my van. Where, where's Carrie? Well, I'm, I'm almost wearing a Where's Waldo type of shirt here. And to answer my question, uh, someone asked me, how many of these shirts do I, I own? I actually own three of these. Okay. And, uh, which is hilarious because they're all, they're all, I think they're all made in China. Actually, I'm not even sure where they're made from. But you know what? They're all, they all have different blues to them. I should, uh, but, I should... uh, Carrie, is, is that the uh, uh, Burton it's... flag? This is the Alberta flag, and for whatever reason, when they were all created, obviously through a different uh, printing process, but they all have different blues. This okay. one is kind of the, the one I like the, the most because it's kind of like, it matches my eyes. It, uh, it's kind of a middle blue. The other one is more like a really light, well, lighter oh, sky blue. And then the other one's almost an indigo. And actually, it looks pretty cool, but to me, this symbolizes the, the Alberta shirt. So... I'm actually in uh, Lethbridge right now. I'm sitting in front of the movie mill, and the movie mill uh, presented a movie tonight called uh, Sound of Freedom. And if you don't haven't heard anything at all about it, I encourage you to just maybe even uh, Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever you need to do in order to find out about Sound of Freedom. And, uh, and, and basically, it's about uh, child sex trafficking. There's, uh, there's quite a story 
behind it, and uh, a lot of it alludes to certain things, uh, maybe, uh, you know, which groups are involved, and uh, I'm not going to ruin the story because everyone needs to go and see this. And, and um, but, but when I was in there today in the theater, again, it, it's, it's funny, and I still don't get used to the idea, but, oh, that's, a, that's quite the, uh, the flag. I still don't get the get used to the idea, but people come up to me, and, and and especially when I'm wearing this shirt, because I guess maybe I'm the only one in Alberta that wears this shirt. Um, I I immediately get people walking up and uh, shaking my hand and saying, nice, you know, yeah. we watch we watch you guys on APP the webinars. Are you guys doing a webinar tonight? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, yes, we are. We're doing one at what I thought was at eight thirty. And, uh, and, of course, through some technical issues, we ended up doing it at quarter after nine. But I, I, just, I just wanted to say that, you know, these, these APP uh, webinars, even though right now I can see we have 165 people watching, and yet at some point, you know, uh, in the past we had over 1,000, maybe even a few thousand. But the important thing is to share, share, share this, this video out there and make sure that people recognize that, uh, you know, APP is doing an educational job, and we want to get the word out on various topics. And it just so happens that, you know, Jasper happens to be in town a little out of the way <laughs> from the Netherlands. He was in the he neighborhood. In. He was in the neighborhood. He flew in. Flew in. Oh, boy, his arms are tired. And, uh, <laughs> and just having, having – being able to have somebody uh, with uh, like Jasper and his uh, his credentials and and his worldly uh, views and especially if you can talk to someone that's from across the pond and and see what's going on, uh, that's worth uh, Jasper's weight in gold. Absolutely, Perfect. it is. The, uh, uh, you're watching the movie right now. If you're going to, but actually, there's this yeah. huge scandal going on of missing child yeah. in the Netherlands. Okay. Uh, during uh, lockdown in that period, uh, yeah. for example, single moms went to yeah. the government and they were saying, "Listen up, uh, I've, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm not doing drugs. I'm not doing anything. But I, I think in the future, um, um, maybe I'm not gonna afford my child to feed them, for example." And that was. That by that was the only trigger that uh, child protective services came in and took their children away from the parents. So that's a, wow. that's a, 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 a scam on its own. But what happened on that is more terror, terrible. Um, we're missing in Holland at least 1,600 children who take uh, are been taken from their parents. And yeah. we're missing them, and they took by child support of the, uh, child protective services, and uh, government doesn't want to talk about it. But uh, uh, we're missing them. Nobody knows where they are, and uh, uh, you could be going into theories. The best thing that I'm guessing, and that could be a part of it, is that when uh, depends on what age it is, uh, uh, yeah. when uh, a child is taken from their parents. Um, yeah. uh, after a half year or a year or in, in two years, uh, when they're with their foster parents, they're uh, taking over their last name. So that's maybe yeah. one of the most ex uh, simple ways to explain why they can't find their children, but that's not the only explanation. So this, this is a huge scandal going on. 
but uh, 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 I think this this is happening all over over the world, and this is only from the halfway during the COVID period. So uh, uh, it's it's that's I think it's it's really terrible, and especially when 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 you speak to the their parents, it's it's uh, you can't keep your eyes dry. I remember you telling me about this. Now there's something else to this that uh, the folks probably going to be interested in. Let me just bring it up here. Chrome tab. So but it is, it is this was major, major news, and yeah. it actually caused the government to resign. Correct. Like, this was hu absolutely oh, yes, huge. This is a BBC right. article. Yeah. Now, yeah, Jasper, Jasper told me when I was in Holland the significance of the government resigning. What happened after the government resigned but kept their position in an interim basis? Correct. Uh, when our government is resigning, and in this case it was about uh, child welfare support, um, uh, normally the government is, is is resigning, and but the government has to work, so they're still in place. But uh, controversial, literally controversial things can't be handled; they have to be postponed. Yeah. But the first thing. Prime Minister Rutte, you see his uh, lovely face in your screen, was saying, now that we're sent away, we basically have more power. And they took that power and implement really a lot of controversial stuff in, in law. And, and uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, it, it was horrible. It was waiting for, we were waiting for the, uh, yeah, you see me here on the bike, after the, uh, the uh, coalition collapsed. So, so here, here's the key right here. The government will stay on in a caretaker role to tackle the pandemic until parliamentary elections in March. But economics minister Eric Weaves has quit with immediate effect for his role in the scandal. Asked whether the cabinet's resignation was merely symbolic, Mr. Ritta was adamant that it was not. Now, now the, the long and the short of this is the Dutch government wouldn't have been able to do what they did with the COVID restrictions had this not happened. Correct. It would have had to be done through democracy. But because of this, democracy was sidestepped and they were able to seize unprecedented powers. Imagine that, just like what happened in Canada that they wouldn't have otherwise had. They've emplaced a lot of emergency uh, uh, restrictions uh, uh, because we they had to, because they had this emergency. But I guess it's now one and a half months ago they passed it on uh, uh, and it became law. So it's basically the health emergency law became standard law within the Dutch system. And uh, um, uh, we talked about it, but uh, um, for example, climate change could be a health emergency because uh, it is now happening in, in Germany, instead of COVID death on the uh, mainstream media TV, they having uh climate death in there so they're actually rallying a bit up like this climate disaster people are dying from heat strokes or cold and um uh with that uh, for example if that is in holland and the uh, minister of health decides on his own that climate is a health emergency and within that same law emplacement it used to be emergency laws and now they're actually laws can 
put up us in a lockdown or even a curfew or even worse it's totally up to them to him and uh, he doesn't have to ask for the democratic vote within the parliament you know what would make that easier for them to do hmm? digital currency and id yeah yeah that's 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 another thing the the uh, cbdc's the, the it's it's actually People are saying uh, 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 government, uh, people in government and behind the scenes as the World Economic Forum, as the European Union says, yeah, it's the same currency and it's only digital, which is actually not. Within, uh, if we go back to 2008-2009, the, the financial crisis where the whole world was at, uh, uh, in Holland at least, that, uh, what I know, because that, that's where I'm, my focus is, is they never took care of that problem. So the debt, the, the uh, country uh, debt is even worse than it was at that financial crisis. And with the spanning, uh, uh, spanning of COVID restrictions, buying in uh, mRNA shots, and the whole deal, masks, and that, the whole thing, the whole thing that they had spent, uh, uh, spent on. Uh, and nowadays with the war going on in Ukraine and Russia, they're, they're it's it's the money we used to talk about millions now they're talking about billions and it's almost going on to trillions for example the uh, uh the place the european union had and and sweden had a, a meeting and they were for the cbdc's and the cost of emplacement of the CBDCs in until 2020, uh, 2030, and that's only to build that system, cost 128 billion euros. That's a fifth of a trillion. That's a lot of zeros. So that's that's how much money they're spending. And that's why they're saying, and basically we're bankrupt. You see the death in America that they're, they're raising the bar all over, and I guess it's the same thing in Canada. And I, that's I why thinking. the banks and the government want to have a different system so they can forget about the death that they created and uh, making digital. But but by by making everything digital and instead of uh, banks are correcting it and. Uh, national reserves, which has nothing to do with government, Go uh, government, Europe, America, Canada, th they want to take over our wallet. CBDC is a digital wallet, but it has nothing to do with the digital with the euro. It's a totally different system than we're having now with cash in our head or the money on our bank. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, uh, and actually that's another thing that's been really tough. It's the digital ID, and without the digital, with the digital ID comes all the fines that you have, your tax input, uh, uh, your wallet, your CBDCs, and basically everything in it. So the government controls every aspect in your life. At least they're trying to do that, and they want to emplace, emplace that. And at, uh, in, in Europe, it's the DEAD, uh, 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 is what they call digital ID. In America, they call it something different. And I guess in, 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 in Canada, they call it a different, but it's actually the same system. And 
computer-wise, technical-wise, they're going to attach each other. Because the same thing with what's happening uh, on our airports, uh, uh, the, um, uh, it's with World Economic Forum, Schiphol Airport, and through those airports, actually, uh, 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 Montreal Airport called is, is the name of Montreal Airport. It's Trudeau Airport, mm -hmm. but the federal, the FBI has a saying in that. So uh, the information, the personal details, uh, when the FBI needed it, which is America, a totally different country, and there's nothing to do with Holland, and has nothing to do with Canada, but they're interfering with that same project. I was going to say that uh, in Canada, if, you, if we were just talking about billions and trillions, we're now 1.6 trillion in debt, of which I believe two thirds of that is now just happened in the last few years because of our uh, great prime minister. And 1. I 1.6 trillion, Gary. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it, works it's, out, it works out to like forty thousand per uh, forty thousand dollars per person. Yeah, that's we owe back to the government. We're forgetting it that it's not the government that's paying; it's, it's the working class who is earning it and paying it in yeah. taxes. So, that's right. if if we're going back to Holland, there are yeah. 17, 80 million people living in Holland. There are yeah. four million people working for the government, and there yeah. are only six million people working in the Netherlands and paying is, for all. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't even know what the actual number of uh, federal employees there are in Canada. 1.5 million. 1.5 there's, million. Well, there's okay, so roughly so 1 million all year round and then another half a million tax time. This is the number right here. This yeah. is the number that every man, woman, and child, whether they work or not, in Canada owes to service the debt. As of today, the number goes up tomorrow. That's the number. That's right. Which is another re reason why. I was going to say, but isn't it so nice that the federal government is giving us back some grocery money? I haven't seen anybody post that yet. So as because of, I believe, a joke. either today or tomorrow, we uh, if you're a family, you get back 400 bucks. If you're a, if you're a single, you get 260 or something. But if you're a senior, you get less than that. You get like 220. What, you know what I'd rather? You know what I'd rather they do than give me... A pittance for my groceries, Carrie. What's that? Get the hell out of my life and let me prosper I on my own. What about a tax amnesty for a year or something like that so we can all get back on our bloody feet? Something wouldn't real. Be, uh, wouldn't that be something that uh, would be amazing to, to work towards? Yeah, I can't interfere with that because I'm, I'm, I, I, I think I'm not the one. I'm from Holland and I don't think people in Canada should decide what they want to have with Canada. I only can explain how I think and with, with the experience and the knowledge that I bring from Holland. And how that's working out for each country that they have to find for their own. Uh, I guess every person, a citizen, want to have a really good life and want to prosper. And uh, every country needs to find out what that is for their own citizens. Not an outside influence. Not at all. Not, not. Now, here's the thing, folks. Like, in Alberta alone, um, we've contributed something like seven hundred billion dollars. Seven hundred billion dollars through equalization, which is uh, which is about a third. That's almost half of the national debt. We contribute three billion dollars per year more to the Canada Pension Plan than our pensioners receive. Yeah. 
like there are things that need to be fixed within the relationship between Alberta and Canada. And fortunately, there is a pa there is a way to do that. And the Alberta Prosperity Project, um, we can tell you. David, uh, David was uh, asking, I saw a question going on. David was asking about, about who are uh, we or you, uh, 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 the deaf uh, to. That's, I think that's a really good question. Um, government is entitled to spend uh, the taxes that we're paying because that's that's something that the government is there to maintain roads, uh, maintain street lights, make sure there are schools where children are uh, can go to, make sure there are hospitals. Send billions of dollars to India for solar panels. That's not what yeah. our government should do. That's, oh, that's, but how is it possible that uh, we are indebted? But so basically, they're entitled to spend that money on what uh, they're supposed to be elected to. So it's earned by the citizens and they're paid in taxes to their government. And then you say, yeah, but that, that is where is it coming from? Yeah, governments can loan money and they can do that with the uh, national treasure. But that's which is not attached to the country, but they can also do that on the market. So, like borrow money from other countries, for instance. No, market is uh, basically whoever has enough money to loan them, and who, and then then that's the step further. Who having so much money that they can finance countries. Is it the company? I, I think. Yeah. Is I it think a person? The question is, yeah. Whenever anybody asks that question, really, what they're saying is, that, well, our country's in debt. The U.S. is in debt. Every country in the world is in debt. Where is all that money going? Well, no, we coming from. To, I, I, we owe I guess money to him, to there, to there, to Peter, I, pay Peter, to pay Paul, to you know, that's that's the problem, and that's why we're we're in this perfect storm. No, that I, I, it is, I guess the, it is going to be. It is going to be a, 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 a some bit of a whirlwind when and if this digital ID and digital currency kicks in, because we we're the voices. We have to get this stuff to right. stop, and we we have to be the ones to say no. We're not we're not doing this. It's the government, and again, the, the whole problem with democracy is that uh, and uh, Chris Chris lays it out really easy. Is it's it's not the uh, the quickest way to communism. But it's the easiest way because all you need to do is to, to get people on side and get them to agree with a certain position, which they have obviously now, to say, you know what, I'm in debt. There's no other way out of here. So yeah, give me free money and then I'll be I'll be happy eating crickets. Yeah, I see Laurie uh, Ketter. I, I I guess I see it's not ours. Actually, it is. It's, uh, the yeah. government is entitled to spend the money on the backs of their citizens. Yes, so if the money can't be paid back because it's a loan, it's 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 going directly to their citizens. But I, I think the question is, uh, if it, uh, if I answer the question uh, before that from David, uh, who are these people? And they could they're not companies; they're private persons, and that's what it's called the market. So yeah. who has? Then you need to look up, and it's further than the. Uh, uh, top 500 richest persons, these persons are not in there. You have to look at 
uh, oil, the guys who pumping oil in uh, from uh, uh, where you get oil from somewhere in, in, in uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, but maybe also George Soros and deep type of persons are able to lend loan, uh, let them loan money to countries and look up. Uh, I think back in 1980s, Soros made almost England's bankrupt. It's actually a story. Go on Google, go on Dr. Go. You will find that story. So these are the guys who have been loaning that money. And these are actually the beneficials, like, for example, Bill Gates. Bill Gates has owned, of course, Microsoft. But has also owned uh, one of the vaccine companies. He's owning land. He's owning almost everything. In Holland, too, I heard. Correct. He's yeah. uh, buying up farmland. So these are the, that's what it's called to market, where governments are loaning money and they're in debt to over the heads uh, of the citizens of look at the Look at the date on this. So Derek Fildebrand, uh, yeah. he's a, he, he runs the Western Standard. He's the editor-in-chief. All right. This is 2010. 564 billion in 2010 using the Bank of Canada's measurements. Now I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that the breakdown of who we owe to is going to be roughly similar to what it was back then. But look at the number difference. It was a third of what it is now. They're spending crazy just the, because they wanna by spending mil, billions and trillions of 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 Canadian dollars or euros or American dollars is um, devaluating uh, our way of life. And by that, it's going to involve in an emergency. And that's how they're going to implement the CBDC, the digital, uh, central digital currency. So because if we're going bankrupt of how you're going to call it, it's the emergency, then the government will take over. It's necessary that they want to implement the CBDCs. Look what I found. Is that uh, that's, that's your national debt. debt? In a country of 18 million people, your national debt is five. Holy good grief! Trillion dollars. And, and then your prime minister says you all need to shut up. Little words. We're the richest country in the world. Wow. Yeah. We're the but you, next to wealth, you've got a debt, and you see the debt debt of the ducks. In your screen right now. Look at the number going up. Yeah, it's 400 so, yeah. euros a second. Yeah. Well, oh. and, you know, we've, we've yeah. talked yeah. about yeah. Alberta. Yeah. That, we've talked about Alberta that if uh, we didn't have to give equalization payments, strictly equalization payments, uh, we would be the seventh richest country if we were Alberta as a country in Same the world. Same thing. Seventh. Same thing in Holland. We can, yeah. we can be so, a sovereign nation. We don't yeah. have the the. I once heard a uh, a guy on television. He said he's a producer. He's uh, uh, of uh, musicals, and he yeah. said one of the things that I learned a lot of. I'm I'm for the most of the part. I'm I'm disagreeing with this guy, but he says first you have to have your own financial records in 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 or in place. In order. In order. In our tax, we'd have to have our tax system, I think, in place. Yeah. No, it's at first. You, then you go and when when your own financial uh, stuff is in 
in in placement in order okay. then okay. you can uh, your it's possible if you want you can help somebody else but yeah. if your your financial system is not in order you shouldn't help everybody so in the event of an emergency fit your own mask first and then assist those around you with theirs i've heard, Here we I've go. heard that yeah. And what happens right. if you don't? What happens if you aren't taking care of yourself and your country to the point where you can manage your finances and have the resources to help others? You both yeah. fail. That's right. Yeah. So th there are so many things where everybody heard about our farmers. We, of course, we've got the war now <laughs> going on with uh, uh, with Ukraine and Russia, but think several things are happening in France as well. Point What's the that. question? Put, put three question marks before and after your question so Chris and Carrie can see it. People often misspell Carrie's name with a T. So I, uh, I thought his name was Jerry. What? Huh? Oh. Jerry can. Jerry can. So 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 Kelly, so back to Fred. the Yeah. Yeah. You're wearing an Alberta shirt. Yes, I am. Should Alberta be carrying this type of debt with the resources that we have? Not at all. Especially since we're the one, well, we're, are we going to be the rich uncle that everybody should be uh, toting and, and holding? Sure, Daddy. And no, I, I think for sure. Oh, you know what? Sure there, there, will have to be, there will have to be some negotiation if we decide to, uh, to, to have enough leverage and have a uh, reference, or referendum question on independence and say, so out of this $1.6 that... Canada now owes. We've already given you seven hundred billion, so we're we're good. Chances are that's not going to fly. But I mean, we still have to sit down and have those uh, conversations. And we we like like uh, Jasper, like Casper just said, uh, we we need to have our own financial. Are you, are you, are you, are, what are you doing? <laughs> we I'm need to have our own. Funny on you. <laughs> we need to have our books in order. We need to figure out what works in uh, in Alberta. Now, again, there are certain groups that would say, you know, we're, we're good at a 10% tax base or we're good with, you know, no taxes paid on the on the first $50,000. You know what, there, that's more of a, a, an, a, a, an economic uh, question that I can't even answer. But somebody obviously smarter than me will be able to do that. Well, we I, have to I make can sure answer that... it. We shouldn't pay can any you? tax. Okay. It should be absolutely illegal to tax people on the yes. money that they work for however Absolutely. you know what? they okay. should we should pay a, con a consumption tax so when we buy things if we buy a fancy lamborghini we should pay a ton of tax because we can yeah. afford that if we buy food you know that would, we shouldn't pay any yeah. tax yeah that would be the best uh, way to yeah. do it because if as an example just like the gas tax the whole point of gas tax is it's supposed to go towards roads and maintenance right. and, and infrastructure and all that however and I'm just going to jump off uh, sideways here. What about uh, all these people driving Teslas out there and uh, EV vehicles? So if they're not actually not going to a gas pump and actually getting collection of tax there, where's that going to come from? Is and it going to come from our hydro bill or our uh, uh, electricity bill? Is it going to yep. come from any other utilities? Is it there, going to come there, from natural gas? Don't worry. Don't worry, Kerry. There's a, a carbon tax. But check this out. In, in Holland... The, the yeah. Dutch people are pissed off about that because people that drive electric cars to virtue signal and actually yeah. are detrimental to the environment, 
yeah. are subsidized by the government. They're rewarded for participating in a in a uh, unsustainable ideological economic model. The the, the uh, government is subsidizing Teslas, and Tesla costs over a hundred thousand decent Tesla, hundred thousand euros, hundred twenty thousand euros. So many yeah. people who can afford to buy a new Tesla, they getting subsidized by it and they're getting tax credits in it. But uh, Thierry Baudet is the opposition leader of Forum for Democracy. And he is saying, if we're in Holland, we're paying road taxes. So you're only with the road taxes, you're allowed to uh, drive on the street. It's not insurance, it's, not, it's only to be allowed to drive on the street. No, this isn't in fuel or anything. This is Nothing. an actual bill that you get quarterly. So what do you, what do you oh, pay okay. for average? I'm, I'm, I'm paying for my car 390 euros a quarter, and that's based on weight. And so two thousand dollars Canadian dollars a year to drive. Yeah. And Jerry the the opposition leader of Forum for Democracy, uh, um, is uh, uh, had a, a intelligent remark because at the total money that uh, the Dutch government is raising by only uh, uh, the tax roads the ta that we're allowed to. That can pay for everything in Holland, hospitals, uh, uh, schools, roads, everything. So the money that 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 they tax on that we're allowed by our cars to drive on the roads, that's yeah. that's raising enough money to pay everything in the Netherlands. What? Yeah. And the, so the rest. So what are they doing? with the rest of the taxes that they earn in well i do have to say that they have fantastic roads you guys have great roads in Holland. I, we, yeah and we're proud of it and they should actually be paid with gold <laughs> i don't know we, we've got roads it's it, look up a road map but it's it's massive our road system is really well it's uh as well as our public system public traffic system it's it's really well built but it's yeah. because we're a trading country um, uh, uh, we're so small. It needs. We have bridges, highways, under tunnels, the whole yeah. deal, and we don't yeah. have bumps, speed uh, bumps in the road. We don't have paddles. We don't have anything. And if we have things, it is fixed in the day, uh, for example. But it, it was uh, the explanation of Chairman that by raising the amount of money only by taxes, it it's stunning. It blows your mind. So what are they doing with the rest of the money? What exactly are they doing? I would like, yeah, I'd I like to know that in Canada too. So would my motorcycle that has uh, front shocks blown out of it from the moguls on Highway 21. Yeah. So that's true. Supposed yeah. Highway 21. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say is I just drove out to uh, to a Soyuz in BC and uh, stopped at a couple of rest stops as I usually do and take in the sights. And it just happened to be that uh, if you stopped with your Tesla, they actually had free pumps set up there i'm not even sure what else you call them so you're able to fill up for free with electricity as long as you're in bc and you you stop in at a rest stop now however set, uh, having said that to fill up a tesla takes like a few hours now it depends it depends on on uh, 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 it depends on in holland we have a, a lot of quick charges sure so I'm within sure half, uh, yeah. it's yeah. it's ridiculous I, of course i see a question yeah. of laura Lorraine, Lorraine, yeah. what? Lorna, yeah. Lorna, yeah. the electric vehicles should drive and have to, of course, in Holland is subsidized and in Holland they're not paying taxes. 
yeah. why not? Because a Tesla vehicle is at least twice the weight as a standard vehicle because of the batteries in there. Yes. So right. if the government is not subsidizing and and they're actually not, uh, don't uh, they don't paying road taxes because that's one of the ways how they subsidize it, yeah. then people won't buy those cars because they're not sustainable so they're, no they're not sustainable but as well as ex hell expensive yeah. so uh, yeah. like uh, like well, how much weighs a, 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 a standard tesla two thousand three thousand kilos i'm not sure but the taxes is based on the weight of your vehicle so if uh, people wow. would know how much the tesla is weighing and if uh, times the amount of money that the uh, government is it's charging for road taxes. They won't sell any. Wow. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going to just interject just for one quick second. We're yeah. at an hour here. And as you can see, the lights have slowly gotten darker and darker on me. Uh, I'm going to actually leave this live and let you, uh, you boys continue on. I know I'd like to stay, but I do have to drive back to Calgary. And I'm currently in Lethbridge, so I've got a two and a half hour drive. So I'm going to still, I know, I'm still going to listen to you guys. So keep rambling. And, uh, you know, again, the nice thing about the Alberta Prosperity Project is we, we can actually have these conversations. Nobody gets upset, except for me. Nobody gets upset. We, we actually have good conversations. And, uh, you know, we, we get to maybe look at uh, one or two different sides of the, of the stories. And I think that's uh, that's an important thing. And one of the conversations I just had coming out of the movie was that uh, we don't seem to have these conversations anymore with family and friends. And again, I, I'm a, a big believer in education and uh, and getting the word out on this. So share, share, share this video, despite the fact that I'm disappearing right away. That's totally fine. You can look. You at, know what? Uh, that's that's fine, Carrie. We got to uh, disappear as well because it's almost 10:30, and uh, as you can see, I'm gradually turning into a pumpkin, starting with the shape of my belly. <laughs> Thank good, you, uh, Carrie. It was really nice yeah. to talk to you again. Yes, it was really Absolutely. nice to meet your shirt again, Carrie. And Jasper, Jasper is actually staying in Alberta a little bit longer. Do you want to maybe just talk about that for like 36 seconds? Yes, absolutely. So. One of our good friends from a beautiful little town called Hannah, Alberta, which is also the name of my daughter, uh, she actually asked us yesterday, hey, what do we got to do to keep Jasper here so he can go to the Stampede? So she bought Jasper a new return ticket to Holland. So Jasper will be joining us here uh, in Alberta for another, how many days was it? Ten. Another 10 days. So we looked at the calendar and we looked at the prices of tickets and we, we had a choice between next Wednesday or the following Monday. We picked the following Monday, which means that Jasper will be here for the Calgary Stampede. He'll get to experience that. Jasper may very well get to meet Premier Daniel Smith at the Pancake Premier's Pancake Breakfast. Um, we are also going to do a Euro Chef night at the Whistle Stop Cafe and serve up some fantastic European dishes. Maybe we'll have tablecloths and candles. Who knows? Wow. And... He will also be joining me at the Bashaw Medieval Fair, July 15th and 16th in Bashaw, Alberta, where we're going to be serving up turkey drumsticks and burgers. We've got a smoked hog at the feast. We'll be doing brisket the whole nine yards. So it's going to be a, a great 10 days. So this is actually a bombshell. This is actually the first time. It's, I'm, I've, first of all, 
thank you so much for doing this. I uh, uh, I feel really blessed that that. Thanks, people... Deb. Thanks, Deb. Huh? He said, "Thanks, Deb." <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Deb. Love you. So I I really feel blessed, and I said thanks for the support, and uh, uh, it gives me the there are loads of people coming. I met loads of people, gave loads of hugs. Uh, I've really felt the love, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm almost out of words that uh, I actually can't uh, uh, explain. But I'm, I'm really, I feel really blessed. I'm really happy about uh, extending my stay in uh, in Alberta. So thank you, thank you, people, for that. Yes, Good. thanks, folks. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, even me, I'm I'm happy to have Jasper here. So so uh, um um. On the Whistle Stop Cafe, uh, on the Facebook account, on the Whistle Stop Cafe, we're keeping you posted and updated on what we're going to do because uh, the agenda is almost fully booked. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Good. All right, with that, I'm going to say good night, and uh, you guys can say good night however you want to do. But have I'm, a safe trip, Kerry, Kenny, Kelly. Thanks, Casper. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> good night, Carrie. Thanks, Scott. Don't you get that a lot too? Rather I do. than Chris, you get Scott. All right. Butter yeah, Scott, all right? Butter Scott. I don't mind. Yeah. All right, good night, everybody. Are you good gonna night, are you gonna do the egg you do the outro? Do the oh outro. yeah, for sure. You betcha. Okay, all right. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night, Karen. Okay. Right. How do I leave here? I'm not even sure how I leave. Just so, put your go. phone out. I'm gonna yeah. kick you out. Ready? Okay, kick me out. Okay. Okay, good night. Off I go. And he's off. Full screen. So, um, well, there you have it, folks. That was our uh, webinar live with Jasper from Common Sense TV Holland. Do you want to quickly go over what Common Sense TV is and what you're doing there? Yeah, yeah. maybe that's a, that's a good one because people are looking. I mean, who's that? That skinny looking fella. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, uh, let me introduce me myself again. I'm Jasper. I'm an investigative journalist, and I work for the Dutch uh, news and alternative uh, platform. It's called Common Sense TV, and uh, I started three, four years ago by writing articles on that platform uh, under a different name because what we're doing is uh, sometimes we need to write things up. And um, 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 uh, what was it? Somewhere between uh, somewhere in 2019. We had a stabbing at the ATM machine, a 64-year-old guy uh, during Christmas stabbed to death by two 15-year-old childs. And I was following that. It sounds really hard, but sometimes things are hard in life. Uh, I was following that for uh, a written-down report. Uh, went up to the police and eventually ended up in court, but uh, they didn't know us because we were just started as a platform and we're growing really fast. But our platform is Common Sense TV, so that's why they raised the question from when are you coming with your cameras? And I was like, I'm doing articles up front and not... So uh, that made me decided to go in front of the uh, 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 camera and um, doing a lot of po uh, stuff in politics uh, and, and a lot of stuff in court cases because I'm interested in that and uh, um, excited in that. And that's uh, the thing that makes stuff easy. And uh, uh, farmers stood up. Then I followed 2019 and 2020, we get the COVID measures. 
the whole deal which is basically a political thing and now a lot of um, um, court cases in it uh, uh, supporting of course the farmers because I've got a personal connection with my granddaddy uh, grandfather who, is, uh, who was a farmer and uh, as a chef uh, uh, as well I had to get my groceries at, uh, um, uh, at farmers so that's one of the uh, uh, loads of things that I'm, I'm following I'm really interested in business uh, and trading worldwide um, and uh, yeah, everything, everything in between. But uh, I'm I'm um, I'm doing um, podcasts, so I'm sitting at the at the studio of Common Sense. Like TV. this one, exactly. Which will mean oh. that if Chris Scott remains open, he that could be in, in contempt uh, of court. So That's a criminal court. offense, and so a bench warrant could be issued for Chris's arrest for the crime of making a living. When Chris came over to Holland, of course, I dragged him into our studio and uh, we sat down. We had a glass of wine next to because we're in Europe and we should drink wine. And uh, we talked about a lot, a lot of things. So uh, uh, that's what, what's, what I'm doing. And of course, I'm going on to the streets, watching demonstrations, former protests, corona protests, and everything uh, in between, asking questions going uh, up uh, up uh, up in politics sometimes i'm uh, cutting cutting things like little clips to make a joke out of the globalist and uh, uh that's what i'm busy uh during the week that sounds kind of like fun it's uh it's uh, uh standing in front of the camera is for me it's really funny fun and it's uh it judge but the subjects that i'm bringing is sometimes uh it's hard and um uh it is it really is and like you know talking about this movie the the sound uh, the sound of freedom the topic is a very difficult topic um, I, you know a lot of the things that we see in the news or we hear from uh, other than the news is a very difficult stuff to talk to but we have to talk about we what we have to talk about it because if we don't then uh how do we fix that exactly so the sometimes uh, the hardest things what happen for example with children of my subjects but i'm always saying to people in politics and people who are taking that role up that we're standing next to them but not always bringing uh, yeah but sometimes it's so hard especially when children i'm uh, half day messed up and i can't do anything else so but other people um, will do that and i'm supporting of that speaking of supporting uh we actually did a live auction yesterday and we raised a little bit of money for jasper's trip uh one of the things that we auctioned off at the end was a flight and lunch to jasper so uh, lunch at the jasper park lodge with a flight from pinoka or rimby or somewhere around there uh, across the rocky mountains kind of near the columbia ice fields the glaciers and then to jasper and a return trip so um that went up for auction yesterday we were supposed to announce it at nine today uh, during our live stream now, of course, Carrie and I were both late, so we didn't do that. But what we're going to do is we're going to go back through, look at the comments, find the winning bid on that finally, and then we will announce the winner for that. So uh, somebody is about to take a trip of a lifetime to Jasper uh, via an airplane over the Rocky Mountains to the Jasper Park Lodge. So whoever you are that bidded on that, uh, congratulations, and we'll get your name up and contact you soon. Uh, last of all, in the beginning of this live stream... Yeah. 
I put a uh, countdown that had a little video clip with some kind of, you know, scary sounding stuff in it. And I, I want to encourage you all, like we are facing uh, a threat to our democracy from outside influences, go global influences that quite literally want us to own nothing and Thank be happy. Thank you, Michelle. They... They, they, they have anti-human views and they believe that human beings are a scourge on the planet and we need to be wiped out, eradicated like a virus in order to survive. I don't believe that and I don't think you believe that either. So we'll continue to stand up and fight against it. Now, talking about it is a bit controversial because people don't want to believe it. But I'm going to play that clip again and I want you to really watch it and I want you to, uh, I want you to think about the threats that we face in our life, in our country, in our province, every single day from outside influences who hate the idea that we're free and we can be prosperous. So with that, oh, and I, the, the encouraging part is that we don't have to do it. We can stand up, say enough is enough, and tell uh, Ottawa that if that's where they're going, we don't need to go with them. You can find all the information you need on that at albertaprosperityproject.com. Uh, there is hope. And uh, if Alberta sticks together, and we work to educate each other and stand up for each other, we're going to be just fine. So thanks, Jasper. You're welcome. Thank you, people, for watching. I'm, uh, I was really excited to go on uh, on this live stream. And uh, everybody who uh, was watching or intending to watch and, uh, and play it back, thank you uh, for uh, for having me over. Uh, and uh, as well as all the donations and, and the, 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 the love and support that I received. Uh, uh, had been given so thank you for that i'm sending my love back and thank you chris for this live stream my pleasure night folks where's that button how do i do this again that's over here somewhere i'm not sure this button where's the buttons yeah okay night all